everyone. Welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. I'm Natasha. And I am Emma. And happy Thanksgiving weekend or week. This is an exciting week, I feel like. It is. I feel like it's kind of the kickoff to the holiday season. And Mm -hmm. I'm so pumped. I'm also excited because I'm coming home for Thanksgiving. And it's just like all this fun stuff and things to look forward to in this week. So super, super, super excited. Yeah, I'm stoked. It's, It's a two and a half, three day week for most people, which is just mm-hmm. already, it makes the week so much easier. And then yeah, like Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And that's so exciting <laughs> to me. It's just, I think everyone's ready for more than one day off of work. Like even though it's only yeah. two days or three days, like a big long weekend. I think it's, it's for due sure. for most people. <laughs> yeah. And I think just like the chance to kick back and relax and be with family and like a change of pace too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So much needed. Also, I get to see Natasha again because she's coming home for Thanksgiving. But also, I got to see Natasha this weekend, which is just so cool. Not even just this weekend, like literally this morning. Right. It's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're familiar with our recording routine, we typically record a week in advance. We're actually recording the night before this releases. So it's everything's very mm-hmm. fresh. So this past weekend, we got to spend time together with our other two roommates in D.C. and seeing Natasha's home city and which was super duper fun and has inspired this episode yeah it's just it was so good having you here Emma like I'm so sad right now that you're far away again and I'm really <laughs> thankful that I don't have to wait three days to see you mm-hmm. um but it was just so good to have you and have Danica and Ashley as well but it was such a good weekend it, it really was it mm-hmm. was needed on so many fronts but just the fact that we got to spend time mm-hmm. together trumps like even being in DC mm-hmm. And getting work off. Like, it was just so great. And so we're going to just kind of talk about our weekend, but also talk about Washington, D.C. and and all that has in store for you. Yeah. And there's a lot to cover. So as someone who's lived here for like almost three months now, this is not going to do it justice. But I feel like it's a great place to start if you're considering a trip to D.C. or whatnot, or you have friends or family that are out here. It's just going to be a good snapshot into life here. Yeah. And so how we're organizing this just so that we can kind of cohesively share about DC and my limited Natasha's more experienced knowledge of DC is what it means to some people. Because for some people, it's just a place to tour and to visit. Some people, it's a place to work. And a lot of those same people, it's a place to live. And it kind of serves mm-hmm. a lot of different aspects. It's it's both a, a destination, a workplace, and a home for people. So kind of just digging into the different purposes that the District of Washington, D.C. serves, starting with a place to tour, which is um, what a lot of people know D.C. as. It's just a place to tour and to to learn about our nation's history. Yeah, I mean, prior to moving out here, like, that was my whole concept of D.C. was just, like, the monuments, the museums, the capital, and just, like, the sites. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously, like, politics happened here, and, of course, people live there, but, like, the significance of D.C. to me was just all these things that you go and visit, um, which like, if you come to, you should go visit those things. Like those, it's like, you know, the national treasure (laughs) moments of of seeing all of that. (laughs) Exactly. It was funny because as we were kind of, so I have been to DC, this is actually my third time going. So I kind of felt like I knew, and not like I was an expert in DC, like Natasha is now, (laughs) but um, (laughs) like I, I had seen all the monuments before, but so I knew kind of what each was, but we had one of our roommates was referring to it as, oh, this is the place where the Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump, yeah. or Jenny and Forrest Gump ran, or um, like where Spider-Man saved his classmates in the Washington Monument. And so it was kind of like, oh, we see this in the movies, but these are like actual destinations you can go visit. 
And so that was fun to to put it together. And I remember that the first time I went to DC to kind of Mm -hmm. do that myself too and be like, oh, I see this in movies or in documentaries and now I'm standing in the same spot. It's funny because like sometimes I'll be walking on the mall and I'll overhear like people say something and everyone like references Forrest Gump or National Mm -hmm. Treasure or like Spider-Man now. And it's just kind of funny because they're such like iconic um, symbols, but like people have the reference for them just from movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone kind of knows the significance behind them, but it's funny how that's just been so tied to pop culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like a really pretty place, but these places too, like even though they're in pop culture, they're just historical. They have so much historical Mm -hmm. meaning too, Um, or, or, um, What's honor really historical people? Maybe like yeah. the place of the Jefferson Monument doesn't have a whole lot of meaning, but he as a person, as a founding father, does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we got to go to a lot of we pretty much went to all the the big noteworthy monuments. We didn't go to all of them, but obviously the ones in the National Mall, like the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument, Jefferson, and the War Memorials were really, really cool. And I'd say if you're planning a tour, or a trip to DC, include those because those are the big sites, but also they're all right next to each other pretty much. So Mm -hmm. you can do them all in a day. Yeah, no, for sure. If you're coming to DC, you need to go see the monuments. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like if you have a chance going at night too, is a really cool experience just because it's a lot quieter. I mean, like Emma, you can attest to this. When we showed up at Lincoln, there were so many people there Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot like with the Washington Monument as well. But at night, there's just a sense of, like, reverence that you don't normally have during the day. And it's just a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have the chance to see the monuments at night, I would say do it. Um, it's yeah. really a, a special thing to do. Mm-hmm. But for sure, you should see them. It's not just, like, checking off the bucket list. They're really significant. And they are beautiful. Um, and it's just crazy to see something that maybe you know what it looks like. But then to be standing there or reading the words that are etched in the stone, um, just like in honor of, of these people mm-hmm. that have served our country is really surreal yeah. and really profound. It's it's so cool. And I, I don't have a deep, deep love for history, but I find history so fascinating. And even if I think it's really cool and important when you're at a place to read the things that they have posted because there's so much significance to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do this as much when we were there, but the times I've gone before, you, you kind of like the people who are there either for security or as a volunteer – they know so much about it and if you just ask them they have Mm -hmm. such interesting tidbits and facts and stories of where you're at or the person's memorial that you're at and so I would suggest doing that if you Mm -hmm. can learn about it yeah I mean when we went to MLK just yesterday I learned a lot from the tour or like the um, Mm -hmm. historian that was there I didn't know um, there are six quotes on one side of his monument and eight quotes on another. And it um, symbolizes 68, the year that he was assassinated. And I was just like, oh, I didn't know that. But there's so much significance in how these Mm -hmm. memorials are put together um, to just like paint a complete picture of who these people were and what they've done. There was another place that I am kind of forgetting right now, but the number of stairs had something to do with... um, the number of stairs leading up to something, which I can't remember right now. Do you remember where I'm talking about? I don't remember. No. All I can remember is um, the quote from in the Capitol, the, the columns and the, and the stairs have no absolutely no significance. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, you can also just Google stuff. Like You don't have to have a tour guide there. Um, it's a well-known no- enough place where if you type in, like, 
things you should know when you're at the war memorial Mm -hmm. like to know that like there's sites that you can just learn five quick facts that make make the places that you're at that are already super cool more significant Mm -hmm. yeah no i think just being informed is a great way to start if you're coming to dc too because there is a lot of history that like just to have a, an idea of how it all fits together, I feel like is really helpful so that you can see like kind of mm-hmm. how people have built upon each other and like where we are today and what people have done. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's so impactful. Yeah, it really is. And so those monuments and memorials, I think are just so meaningful. Um, do you have a favorite? I think, mm, that's a good question. I think Lincoln and like the reflecting pool is really hard to beat just because when you're there, you can see, you look back and you see Washington, the Washington Monument and then the Capitol in the distance um, mm-hmm. and World War II in between that. And I don't know. I think that there's always just so much going on there, but like just the significance of, I don't know, I guess like Lincoln looking towards the White House or towards the Capitol and kind of like his steadfastness of just like being there. But then there's all mm-hmm. these people coming in and out. Like, there's always something happening at the Lincoln Memorial, whether it's a yeah. protest or an event or something like that, um, or just families, you know, going to visit D.C. But then there's also just this stillness and steadfastness of, like, this really um, large stone um, figure. And that's just kind of yeah. cool. And I don't know, whenever you read the Gettysburg Address, you get shivers. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, the time that he served as president and the significance of that and the idea of, a, of our nation that's like kind of, in, um, yeah, shown in, in his memorial. Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing cool about that memorial is like there's a spot on that monument where um, it's mm-hmm. right where Martin Luther King yep. Jr. Yep. stood when he gave his I Have a Dream speech. And just like you can stand in that one spot and, and just like imagine being him. And we've seen, we've all seen the speech in, in history classes or when we're, lo- when we're researching and we've seen the, this amount of people. And just to imagine standing there and imagining mm-hmm. him saying that speech to just a flood of people in that area, in that space, I think is just really cool. And obviously we can never picture himself, ourselves in his shoes, but like just to, just to imagine it. It's just really cool. I just think, like, the sheer number of people, like, when you're in the space and realize how big it is, like, how far it is from Lincoln to the end of that memorial, it, or, like, the mm-hmm. reflecting pool, like, that, there were so many people there. And I think, like, with pictures, when we were walking, one of our roommates was like, oh, my gosh, it's so far. But, like, you can't get um, an idea for just, like, how much space there is and how filled then it was with people. And, like, that's just mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. It was really cool, so... Yeah. Huge. That's awesome. Um, there's also a lot of museums there, too. Like, we kind of just talked, touched on memorials and monuments. But there's the Smithsonian's, which mm-hmm. they're all right there and all very close to that same area, which you could spend seven hours in each of them or you could spend seven minutes in each of them. But there's cool things in all of them if you just want to, like, stop in and see real quick. Yeah. The museums, like, honestly, it's – it's been so much fun just having that opportunity because they're all free. So like on a weekend when it's like, oh, what are we doing this afternoon? Like after church, just popping into a museum and spending a couple of hours there and like kind of taking it in smaller portions because there is so much to see in just one museum. But it's been fun to have the the freedom to like go through at a more lenient pace. That said, mm-hmm. like when you were here, we went and we saw, we just go to, we went to two, right? American yeah, and two. natural history, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I feel like we had a really good plan for that where we knew what we wanted to see kind of before going into it. And that way yeah. it wasn't like so overwhelming because you could spend mm-hmm. hours in an exhibit. But if you know you want to see like a certain aspect of it or a certain um, a cer- certain object, like that is a kind of a helpful way if you don't have a ton of time um, mm-hmm. to plan your visits. Yeah. And yeah, like Natasha said, we only did two of them. There's so many more and – I've gotten the opportunity to go into a lot of the other ones um, in previous visits. And, like, obviously there's going to be some that you care about a little more than others. But they're all so cool Mm -hmm. and have so much history. And they're really well laid out. I was thinking about that this time we were there where it was, like, they could just lay out all of the historical artifacts and historical things they have. And just you could come and consume. Like, they they do it in such a way where it's fun and easy Mm -hmm. to consume in a way. And it's just so strategic. Yeah. And I just, it's fascinating and it makes, I'm just going to say it, for those who aren't as historically, like, aware of everything, it makes it easy to understand it and to find the significance Mm -hmm. in it. Also, if you're trying to decide what to see and you think that the rocks are going to be boring, that cannot be further from the truth. (laughs) I think that that's my favorite part of the Natural History Museum. The gems Mm -hmm. and the stones and minerals absolutely stunning it's just incredible so that should be on the top of your list for museums to visit and exhibits to visit it's so amazing yeah yeah and here's the thing we can't give you a full tour of washington dc and tell you what all to put on your trip because like we didn't even talk about arlington Mm -hmm. which i think is one of the most amazing places it's beautiful um there's so many other museums that we didn't even touch on like the holocaust museum the spy museum and just a million different places that you haven't even gotten to experience all of them um no there's so much to do Exactly. And you can, we've kind of spent our whole two days just kind of on the National Mall and seeing like the, the major things. But if we had three or four more days, like we could have, you can do so much. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it, you can make that trip, you can spread it out over a long period of time and not get bored. Yeah. Um, that said, the mall is like a part of DC that is really important to know if you're touring um, because mm-hmm. pretty much like all of DC, all the sites to see are around the mall. And it was a little confusing when um, one of our roommates came out here because she didn't know what the mall meant. And it's really funny because I think that we made it onto the Overheard DC um, like Instagram page because <laughs> she goes, I thought when you were talking about the mall that we were going to go shopping um, because she thought it was a shopping mall and was so confused that there could be something that wasn't um, yeah, a collection of stores. And so... Mm-hmm. That's just something you want to keep in mind if you're looking for, like, um, yeah, just trying to navigate D.C., um, which is a whole nother, like, an episode we could do just on itself. But the mall is um, the grassy space in between the Capitol stretching all the way to Lincoln Memorial. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The National Mall is what it's called. The National Mall. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Other people... Fun fact, it's it's about 40 minutes from one side to the other. Is it only 40 minutes? Yeah, I may walk really slowly. Um, That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing. Oh, well, I was going to say one thing, too. Like, you have the memorial side of the mall, and then you also have Capitol Hill. And Capitol Hill is, you know, it it has its own splendor um, and just, like, significance, obviously, because that's where so many decisions are happening. And Mm -hmm. a really cool place to visit. Sadly, both the Capitol and the Supreme Court right now are closed to visitors. 
um mm-hmm. that said we were able to get in and that was super super fun for to experience it and in some ways kind of like special to be kind of the only people in there besides you know people working mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah it's just so beautiful if you have a chance to ever go um it's stunning just the significance of all yeah. the all that's in there um and yeah, it, we didn't even touch on supreme court and library yeah. of congress and the capitol which all of them are so cool you and I, or did you go in the Supreme Court ever? Mm-hmm. Have you been able to? I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. I got to do one of those guided tours there. Same. And we got to kind of sit in the court. Like, I was fascinated by it. It's but. so amazing. Mm-hmm. I think one of my goals when I moved out here was to be able to go to the Supreme Court, significant, or specifically when they were going to hear the Dobbs case, which is next mm-hmm. week, or yeah, in about a week. And yeah. I'm so sad that it's closed, but... It'll be really interesting to see what happens yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We didn't even like. Oh, we I we talk about the, like all the significance of these places, but they're also just incredibly beautiful. Yeah. Which we don't have time to dig into all of the architecture, but wow, it's just it's amazing. And I told Tasha, like we were taking pictures left, or people have been taking pictures left and right, and I was like, you know what? I just want to like enjoy this and just look at all of the architecture because if I wanted to remember it I can just google a picture and find one way better than my phone can take (laughs) so like google pictures and see it but like there's something about standing Mm -hmm. I'm I'm thinking right now like in the capital under that dome and seeing all the artwork and the architecture and like any building in library of congress is beautiful too just it's Mm -hmm. it's so fascinating and I just I don't know if you can tell how excited (laughs) I am right now but it's just beautiful and so there's like these beautiful buildings but there's also this such historical significance to our country Mm -hmm. um which makes DC such a wonderful place to tour yeah so this was my third time being there and like I'm already like hmm Natasha should I come out one more time before you move (laughs) back because I just want to consume it all again the answer is yes by the way (laughs) okay sweet I'll schedule a ticket sweet okay um no and I just think like we could go on and on about all the things to see in DC, but like I guess my best advice for you is if you don't have DC on a place to visit, it should be. It's a city mm-hmm. that is it has so much significance to our country, but like pictures can't even do justice to the fact that you are mm-hmm. where you're standing. And yeah. I just think if you have the chance to visit, do it. If you're not planning on it, make it a priority. And right. um yeah, I think that's like the best thing I can say to summarize it because there's just so much here. And uh, I mean, I've lived here for three months, and I still am in awe of the fact that the Capitol is next door. It's just, like, that's insane. Yeah. hmm Yeah, and I, if you love it that much, honestly, it, it can be a place to work, too. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the second, like, a lot of people find D.C. as their, their workplace, um, and a huge portion of that is all the p- politics of that happen in D.C., the decisions for our country. Um, so politics is a big part of D.C., which just gonna say adds to the significance of it all just because it's such a big place that said i feel like this part of this of the podcast is gonna be the shortest one because like yes Mm -hmm. it's so significant but for a lot of people like if you're visiting unless you're somebody that is like okay this is the the reason i'm here it's so easy to forget that like these decisions are happening like right there i mean we were in the capital the day um, that the big um, Build Back Better bill was passed in the House. Mm-hmm. And right. it was like, oh, are we going to be able to tour? We're not sure because they're in session. And thankfully, right. they, you know, passed. Well, not thankfully. Um, but we can get <laughs> into that later. Um, fortunately, yeah. for our tour's sake, we were able to go because they had passed it. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. for our nation's sake, 
<laughs> it went to the Senate, I, and we don't need to keep talking about that. Anyways. I think, like, yeah, like, we just said, like, so much history is made in D.C., and sometimes when you're there, you forget that it's still, history is being written every day mm-hmm. in those buildings. I and mean, so we, ch- yeah. No, like, just even in Heritage, you guys came and toured it, and I totally blanked because we were having the Home Secretary of um, Britain there. And Mm -hmm. so we were walking through. I was like, oh, we'll, you know, go see this floor. And I was like, wait, we have, like, dignitaries and the press coming and all of these people. And I don't know. It's just like, wow, we're we're in the same building as these really um, amazing people. Um, Right. Because they have to do their job, too. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. That was another fun part about our trip, too, is, like, we Natasha's out there to have an internship to work, mm-hmm. and we got to see Natasha's place to work, um, and it obviously wasn't the Capitol, but, I mean, <laughs> some of her friends do work in the Capitol, yeah. but, like, it was so cool, like, they're, they're a part of these, these political or these research-based organizations that are, are also contributing towards history. Mm-hmm. And shameless plug, if you're considering, like, moving to D.C. for a little while, you want to get your feet wet or taste, like, what it's like to be there, Heritage is one of the best places I can recommend. They have an amazing internship program, and you're working with incredible people. And that's all I'll say. Oh, no, one more thing. They have the most amazing espresso machine, and so I just think it's a <laughs> wonderful place to work. Um, it'll be so sad to leave it. I only have three more – or um, no, not three. Seven more days. I have a week left of work. Isn't that crazy? It's sad. I mean, it's, like, nice because, like, you only have to work three more, five more days. But it's sad because you do love your internship. Yeah. And you lo- you love the place you work. And so it's, it's kind of sad leave. that it's it's over soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was also fun to see. We got to see the, the place for Natasha podcasts. Because yes. uh, as, as you've learned in our podcast journey, Natasha gets to use one of their studios when it's open. And so I got to go see it. And so now I can picture where Natasha is when we record. <laughs> not, not much longer. but <laughs> Not much longer. Oh, and that's been really cool, too, to have the, the yeah. studio. I think we should consider putting one into George's house, at Emma. It's okay. so nice. I'm, all right. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a political place. It's Natasha's internship home. Um, it, it's funny. One of our Uber drivers, when we were coming, he was, he was talking about D.C. and how, how great it was. He goes, and it has so many places to work. You can always find a job in D.C., which mm-hmm. is funny because we have that written, too. Like, There's so many jobs. I mean, honestly, anywhere right now, let's be real. There's so <laughs> many jobs. But there's so many opportunities in D.C., if, you, if, that's, if that's the climate and area you want to surround yourself with and I always say you could probably always find a job in security because man there's a lot of security there There coming from Minnesota (laughs) where you can walk into any building and you don't have to like people buildings aren't being patrolled and like it's just there's so much security no it's a very different um job market I guess but there's so many jobs here I think something too that's interesting is like and this podcast is kind of geared towards like early 20 year olds, right? DC mm-hmm. is run by people under 25. Like the people you see on TV, the people that are, are voting, right? Your representatives, they're all older. But like the people that are researching the bills, the people that are scheduling the um, representatives time, like all of those people, maybe 27 at the oldest, like everybody's yeah. super young. And that's just really interesting. So like the life, like the world of young professionals is just, like that's DC is all of these mm-hmm. people kind of coming and going and figuring life out. And for a lot of them, DC isn't a permanent place, but it is one that is really significant in their, in their career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fascinating to think like 
Huh. It's a little scary. (laughs) Run by people who don't even know what they're doing yet. Yep. yep. Comforting uh, that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great place to work. Um, it's it's fast paced and it's it's his, history making and it, it's a really cool place to work too. And oftentimes, if you work there, um, you live there and it's a place to live. And it's although it's um, a big place for tourists and for for working in politics, like people have to live there too. Mm-hmm. And like I can just say, like it's become my home, and it's been so cool to see that transition of kind of like going through all of these things where at the beginning I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm in DC and like just touring everything. Right. And then it was like, oh, I'm working here. Like I have to actually do this job. And then now it's Mm -hmm. at the point where it's like, oh, I live here. And like all of these things are kind of combined into one. Um, And like, I'm so thankful for the time that I've had and just like the familiarity of DC at this point. Obviously Mm -hmm. it's me really sad to leave. I'm excited for what comes next, but it's just been like such a, a good season and if I could like I I can't think of a place outside of Minnesota that's like wow I would love to live in this city except for DC and that's been really yeah. cool to have definitely yeah it was that was really the last like another really cool thing about this trip was we got to see Natasha's life in DC not just um DC but how Natasha specifically lives in the city was super cool because like, I mean, she's my friend, and I get to now, now I picture where she's podcasting, and when she says she's going out to eat with her friends, I know where, or where they play spike ball, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that was a highlight for me. Um, as already been able to seeing the city twice, and still finding a lot of joy in that, I got to see where my best friend gets to do her life for the, the past three months, which is super duper cool. It was so special having you here. Like, I think of the highlights of my time out here, like, you guys coming, there was one night, um, well, we were only here two nights, but like last night when we were out to eat, I just remember looking across the table at Danica and I was like, wow, she's here in like a restaurant that like I've been to, you know, several times since coming out here, but like you guys are here right now. And that's so fun to be able to share something and like these memories with you guys. So little cheesy moment, but right. super thankful for it. Yeah. And so that was, it was so, it was so great. Um, so living in DC, we've got like just basic things like transportation, which is just so different than here in Minnesota, and something you don't think about when you're touring as much. But like living there, you have to figure that out. Yeah, and I feel like you guys got a really bad picture of what it's like to use public transportation here. Um, but so backstory: when the girls came in, um, obviously they flew to like the airport, and the airport's connected. <laughs> I don't know why I need to add that. The airport is on one of the metro lines, though. And at first, I was going to Uber there with some of our other friends because um, another girl had flown in who was a cousin of one of my friends out here. And their flights coincided when they were landing. Um, So we went to go look to Uber, and it was like $100 to drive to the airport, which is not normal for Uber. Um, So we were like, you guys should just metro. Well, first, I'm doing a horrible job telling this story. First, we were planning on metroing to them, um, but then we realized that didn't really make sense and they should just metro to us. And so Emma, she's amazing, figures out like the train that they're supposed to get on and all of that. She's like, all right, we're going to get on this train. Long story short, there was miscommunication and they got on the train, but then got off of it. And it, was it was the, the right train. One. Just it was the right one. Out. You were going to be very confident here. in yes. that. Yes. Um, 
And so the 15-minute train ride turned into about a 45-minute, maybe longer actually, um, ordering of an Uber, waiting for the Uber to come, driving from the Uber to the hotel. And then finally we saw each other like in two hours after they landed, um, <laughs> which was just insane. Yeah. And I'm really sorry it, about that again. <laughs> it's, it is A-okay. It is not your fault. Like, it's not like it. Honestly, it's a great story. And what it else is. were we going to do that night anyways? Um, <laughs> so it was it was fine. Um, so the Metro was, here's the thing. When I've been there before, we've traveled by Metro and it was seamless. And I the think. The Metro's so for, easy. Yeah. Right, and I think you had mentioned, like, once you get to know it, you know it. But yeah. also, there had been a lot of Metro problems recently, and they've, they've not been running at full capacity, yeah. so that, that added to that as well. Um, but yeah, the Metro is just much more difficult this year than I've had in the past experiences. And yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> if you don't scan in correctly, you can't scan out correctly, which obviously, but lol. <laughs> it's so funny, Emma. It took you only two days to hop the like Metro um, entrance. And I'm so impressed. It took me like three months. I only just recently did that. And you were just like, oh, nope, not waiting for this. <laughs> well, I had to get out somehow. <laughs> I know. I was so proud of you. Oh. Um, yeah, the Metro cards can be really finicky and it's super annoying. But for the most part, the Metro is easy to use. If you're going to plan a trip to D.C., I say use it. Um, it's a lot cheaper than Ubering if, mm-hmm. if you have a small group. Um, yeah. And it's kind of fun. Like, it's a different side of DC that I think is cool to see. Um, yeah. That said, yes, they're only operating at, like, 40% mm-hmm. capacity right now. So, yeah, that's a pain. Right. That was one of the things I thought was cool, too, with, like, the Metro and talking about just doing life in DC. Like, we saw on the Metro, there's this girl bringing a bunch of flowers home. And it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. she's, she's bringing them home. Who knows why? Maybe she's going to a dinner party or maybe she got them from someone or, like, but, like, she's She's just doing her basic life, but she's traveling by the metro, and like, it's like, oh yeah, there's, there's this isn't just a place where bills are passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It does kind of humanize it. You have a lot of people mm-hmm. coming through um, from yeah. a lot of different walks of life. Yeah. Yeah. And so many other ways to trans transport yourself around DC. Teleportation, unfortunately, not one of them. <laughs> but like, there's bikes everywhere. There's the Lime scooters, mm-hmm. the electric scooters everywhere. Um, we use Uber a lot, which. Um, I had never Ubered before this weekend, but we definitely utilized that service. So yep. there's so many different ways. And you can have a car there, too. It's just, oh, my goodness, the driver is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little crazy. Um, I think, like, the public transportation in this city, at least, is set up really well to be accessible. And that's mm-hmm. super, super nice. There's also just, like, walking. And, like, we did a lot of that. Um, I was talking with one of my friends who interns at Heritage, actually, and she was like walking, like being in DC keeps you in such good shape because you do walk everywhere. Like mm-hmm. if it's under 20 minutes, you usually walk. And yeah. that's like, yeah, when you're just doing that constantly, you don't realize it, but you get a lot of steps in. And that's right. crazy. I had yeah. both full days we were out there. I had over 20,000 steps, yeah. nine miles each day. Yeah, that's insane. So. Mm-hmm. Our feet, I think no matter what kind of tennis shoes you have, my feet were killing me. Oh, for sure. And, for sure. And we talked about this, Tosh, was like, it's also, obviously you're walking and standing a lot, but like the surfaces, which you're standing on, mm-hmm. are not like giveable, like wood flooring or like dirt. Like you're on concrete or 
whatever all those monuments are made out of, like the marble or the, I'm not really showing my expertise. No, yeah, it's just hard surfaces and Mm -hmm. it gets painful. I would say like that's where, you know, the um, the bikes are really nice or the scooters just because it gives your feet a break. Yeah. Um, whatever you do, if you're planning on visiting, wear comfortable shoes. You, It's okay. not worth it to be in pain if you look cute. It's just mm-hmm. not a good trade-off. I saw pe- tourists in heels. Yep, I'm I like, know. What like, are you, you doing? Do that and why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not so. worth it. But anyways, little ramp. So. Yes, um, rant indeed. <laughs> um... So, yeah, transport transportation, but obviously you have to get two places that, like, make you do life in D.C. Um, so that was fun to – and you obviously have a lot more of these little nooks and crannies of D.C. where, like, you just do life, whether it's coffee shops or different mm-hmm. shops you like to go to or churches you go to. But that's really fun, too, and you can speak more to that. Yeah, no, I mean, like, any time you are in a place, like, you figure out kind of, like, the local places that are really fun, things to to go to, um, and you guys got to share a little bit of that when you came out, but there's mm-hmm. some great coffee shops in D.C., not as many, honestly, as you would think, but there's yeah. some really good ones. Um, there's some, like, parks and, and hikes nearby that are really nice, and especially, like, after being in D.C. for a while, to be able to get out of the city is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um I love bookshops, and I've loved that part of D.C. There's been some really fun places to visit. I don't know, mm. just, like, little fun things. And, like, when you guys were here, we kind of got to share in that where it's, like, you do ice cream runs to the grocery store or, like, the most <laughs> random things, but, like, such mm-hmm. good time together. Yeah. Right. Like, obviously, we had a great time at the memorials and in the museums. But mm-hmm. we also, like, one night we're just – our hotel was kind of in by a lot of shops. We're like, let's go get ice cream at that – janky little grocery store at the corner which oh that was just that 10 minutes was just like such a memorable 10 minutes of of nothing significant to dc but we nothing significant except ashley became a thief because she yes. stole a bag <laughs> it was so funny because so you have to pay for bags out there which i think you had mentioned to us because you you brought your own bags out there or whatever yeah and so we're getting ice cream and whatnot, and so I'm doing the whole checkout thing, and I'm like, how many bags do you want? And I was like, none, because you have to pay, and we lit our hotel's literally, like, the next <laughs> store over, shares a wall with this hotel. And then, as we're leaving, Ashley, she's so proud of herself. She's like, my hands were getting cold, so I put this in a plastic bag. <laughs> and just announces how- it to everyone. <laughs> I know, and it's like, look at how resourceful, and... Obviously, it's probably like seven cents for a plastic yeah, bag. I don't even know. But it was like, I was like, Ashley, you have to pay for those here. She's <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And it was just like this really funny moment. Also, the whole time we were in these, in, in that store, you and I were having just giggle fits. Oh I don't my even gosh. Know. It was so Also, funny. we had just gotten out of an Uber that had no <laughs> leg space. I was like, I don't think I tipped him very well, which is probably not nice of me. But like, yeah, there was... How big is the palm of my hand, do you think? How many inches? Four inches? Yeah. That's how much space was in between the back seat. And, like, that's how much space we had to fit our legs between the seat and... And Our seat and and the back of the seat in front of us. thank you. Yeah. It was crazy. (laughs) So So me and you were in the car first, so we got into the back, and then our roommate pushed (laughs) the seat back, and we were like, (laughs) oh my gosh, it was so bad. 
It was. But and then so, so the next funny. two minutes or three minutes, we were just laughing. We didn't even say words. And this guy's probably like, oh my goodness, like how many I drinks have we you girls so had drunk. tonight? Yeah. We're like, none, none. We just had. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. It was so that was funny. hilarious. Oh, yeah. So it was a oh. funny night of just. Yeah. I, yeah. Not related at all. But my goodness, <laughs> it's just such a pretty place. And so, like, to call that place home, like, what you've yeah. gotten to do is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so you doing life there and just like this beautiful nation's capital is awesome. I think such a good picture of that is like my favorite place in DC. I showed the girls it, but is this little spot in front of the Capitol, kind of in the corner of the front lawn where we play spike ball. And, um, there's like this big spotlight that's over it and these trees that kind of grow that, um, that shelter as well and like behind us is just the nation's capital and we always mm-hmm. go at night and it's just like this beautiful place um we've killed the grass in front of it there's just this circle of dead grass from us going out and playing there but it's such a surreal thing to be doing something so normal and mm-hmm. universal in front of this amazing amazing and like the the capital of america you know like we're right yeah. there and that's just such a I think a beautiful picture of like what it's like to live in DC. So cool. Yeah. I, I'm sad we didn't get to play while we were out there, but I know. Um, it would have been fun. Showed those DC people up and amazing yeah. skills. Next but time. <laughs> next time indeed. And I come out in a few in a week or so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh awesome. Yeah. It think like, DC is so much more than just a place to work, live and I mean, living is everything, but place to work, live, and tour. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful place. Um, and we can't really do it justice in this small little podcast, but I 10 out of 10 recommend it. Yep. Likewise. It's an incredible mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd love to share more about our experience there, and I'm sure Natasha has all the places, if you're planning a trip, of where to go and what to do and who to see. But that was DC. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could talk for forever, but we're Mm -hmm. trying to keep our episodes a little bit shorter. And so with that said, um, yeah, hit me up if you want to know more about DC. I would love to give recommendations. But we also have something that's kind of special that's happening next week in honor of the holiday season and Christmas. Yeah, we are cooking up a little something different for the podcast. So all next month, the whole month of December, um, Mm -hmm. we are going to be doing like a Christmas mini-series. And so we're just going to be, re- it's called, well, I don't know what it's called. Uh-oh. Like the 12 either. days of yeah. Christmas. Yeah. But figured it out, 12 days of Christmas or whatever. So, you know, we're taking the typical 12 days of Christmas idea. Mm-hmm. We're doing 12 mini episodes. Like when we say mini, we mean mini in the Emintosh, most Emintosh way possible of like good intentions <laughs> of being five minutes. But let's be real, like we're keep, we're topping, we're ca- capping them at 10. But um, we're going to be releasing them all throughout December leading up to Christmas um and just exploring different areas of the holidays and just having fun yeah so our next episode then is coming out on december 1st which if you know your calendars is not a monday um i know and that's gonna shake things up a little bit yeah but that said if you are worried that maybe you're gonna miss the release of our first day of christmas episode then I would suggest that you subscribe or follow or whatever it is on your like streaming platform that allows you to get updates and notifications when we put out an episode because then you won't miss it. And um, mm-hmm. it's a great way to stay in, in touch with what is happening. 
Yeah. It's like little bite-sized pieces of uh, mm-hmm. of the Figured Out podcast. So a great way to to just celebrate something different. Before we reach just a little, little, little sneak peek into the future, one year of doing the podcast. Won't dwell on that too much, but that's our, right around the corner in January. So we're so kind of just switching it up. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what's coming up. Next week, we won't be here on Monday. Like Natasha said, we are starting on Wednesday, December 1st, for the first um, mini-series Christmas yeah, and in the meantime, I feel like we're talking about Christmas, but maybe we should give a little bit more hype to Thanksgiving. But I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Um, yes. It's, you know, I feel like it's always so fast after that, the turnover mm-hmm. to Christmas. But, like, this right. week's amazing. So enjoy it. Yes. Enjoy time with family. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Wonderful food. My mom sent me the menu this today during, during the day, and I was like, oh, my goodness, can it just be Thursday? So oh, with that being so said, good. everyone, I know. With that being said, <laughs> Have an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving week. I hope it's restful and joyful and you find lots to be thankful for.